Hello and welcome to D-Health Radio. I am your host Desi and I'm a qualified nutritionist and lover of all things health, fitness and of course chocolate. Each week I will be sharing bite-sized tips on how to not hate your period as well as how to optimize your overall health through diet and easy lifestyle tips. Please don't forget to just subscribe and leave a review because it really helps support this podcast. And now let's get into today's episode. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. So today we are going to be talking about all things stress because let's be honest, we all come into contact with stress at some stage in our lives. We will be covering what is stress exactly how it affects us, and how we can manage it. Because unfortunately, stress is something that we all have, something that we cannot avoid, but something that we can all manage. There are two types of stresses, acute and chronic. Acute stress is when you experience stress in a short burst, for example, a traffic jam, whereas chronic stress, on the other hand, is repeated exposure to a stressful situation, for example, a job loss, constant angry emails, or even COVID. Humans have been experiencing stress for a very, very long time, as early as the caveman days. However, back then it was a little different. Back then, we were being chased by a tiger, let's say, for example. Um, Our bodies will experience stress by going to a fight, flight, or freeze mode. And then once the tiger was gone, so was the stress, and then we were able to continue about our regular day. However, flash forward to 2021, our brains and our bodies do not know any different. Our bodies do not know the difference between being chased by a tiger or constant angry email. Now, a lot of us are probably thinking, no, I'm not stressed. This doesn't relate to me. I'm fine. However, these people are the ones whose health conditions and lifestyle choices say otherwise. A little bit of stress here and there can be a good thing. I mean, think about the tiger example from before. However, too much chronic stress is a bad thing. And a lot of us are under stress and we may not even realize it because stress does creep up on us. Some ways that chronic stress can creep up on us include poor sleep, extreme exercise, undereating, eating a high sugar diet, skipping meals, excessive caffeine, challenging relationships, chronic illnesses, work deadlines, traumatic events, and not releasing trauma. And I can guarantee that all of you can say, yes, one of those things at minimum relates to me. I know that we live in a society where stress is glorified and we wear it like a badge of honor. However, holding on to stress is not cool and it can result in health problems. And no, I'm not just talking about digestive issues, headaches, and getting sick easily. I'm talking more about serious health implications, one that can affect your period and your fertility. As I have said before, when we are stressed, our cortisol, which is our stress hormone, rises and our body goes into a fight, flight, or freeze mode. And for the sake of this podcast, let's just use the tiger example once again. You are being chased by a tiger. You can either fight the tiger, run away from the tiger, or hide from the tiger, which is the freeze mode. Every time that we show signs of stress, our body goes into one of the above coping mechanisms because it believes that we are not safe. Our body is trying to protect us. And unfortunately, as a side effect of quote unquote protecting us, this will have a negative effect on our reproductive organs. Some of the ways that this can show up in our reproductive health can include early, late, or even missing periods, worsening of PMS symptoms, a lower libido, and more negative effects on fertility. So now you're probably thinking, how can I manage stress? What is the best way? And there is no one best way. However, there may be one or two best ways that work specifically for you because like I say all the time, we're all different. And on average, these are what I've seen that work the best for most people. I will go through each of them individually, but in a nutshell, they are movement, meditation, setting boundaries, 
cutting caffeine, journaling, and self-care. So movement. This can be anything that you enjoy and it should be done most days of the week. Just because I enjoy waking up at 4am to do weightlifting most days does not mean that you have to as well, unless you actually want to. Movement can be anything from running, walking, dancing, team sports, weightlifting, really anything. Just get your body moving. Now onto my next tip, meditation. So I do want to set the record straight for this one because I know that a lot of people are going to get this idea in their head of a monk sitting on top of a hill, floating and making om noises for hours and hours every single day. Meditation does not have to be like that. I mean, it can be if you want to, but realistically, it can be as simple as sitting there in silence for three, five, 10, or even 20 minutes. There are tons of free apps out there, free videos, free guided meditations. And my personal favorite is doing the guided meditations by the company that I buy my crystals from, so Core Crystal Co. Um, They have a YouTube channel which has meditations for anything really. So gratitude, grounding, manifesting, you name it, they've got it. And the thing that I have found with meditation, specifically guided ones, is that you don't notice the difference as you're doing them. But say you skip a day, for example, that is when you notice a difference if that makes sense. Now onto my next tip, which is setting boundaries. And I know that this could rub a lot of people the wrong way, but I think it's really, really necessary. So boundaries are not just a physical fence or a border. Boundaries are basically rules that we set, which determine how other people treat us. They're necessary because they help us feel safe, which is a basic human need. I can talk about boundaries all day, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to try my best to keep it short and sweet. Boundaries can look different for everyone. And what you'll find is that if people are triggered by your boundaries, then chances are they don't have any or they are triggered by that. Some examples of boundaries can include declining a phone call, declining a social invitation, saying no to doing overtime, and much, much more. Remember that boundaries do look different for everyone and it is not selfish. In fact, it's actually selfless to set boundaries. Now onto my next tip, which is cutting caffeine. And I know that caffeine is really, really popular, especially in Western cultures. And it does actually have some benefits, such as assisting with energy levels and lowering the risk of some Western diseases. I'm not saying to completely ditch caffeine because I know that that's not going to go down well. I'm just saying cut it down because, like I said earlier, an excess of caffeine can spike your adrenals. And as a result, you'll be stressed out and not even know it. It is recommended that Australian adults do not consume more than 400 milligrams of caffeine every single day, which is the equivalent of about four cups of coffee. So if you do need to cut down the caffeine, some alternatives that I suggest include matcha latte, black tea, green tea, chai latte, turmeric latte, or even a decaf coffee. And trust me, if you do choose a decaf coffee, nobody knows the difference or cares unless you actually tell them. So just don't tell them and you'll be sweet. And on to my next tip, which is journaling. Now, I know that you're probably thinking that the diary you all used to have in primary school, you know, dear diary, today I saw a flower, is the same thing. But I promise you that journaling and the dear diary from grade four is not the same thing. I used to hear a lot of people talk about journaling when I first started out in the self-development world a few years ago. And to be honest, I kind of ignored it. And that was until COVID hit last year. Like most of us, mental health suffered during both lockdowns in 2020. And I thought, YOLO, let's just give this journaling thing a go. What's the worst that could honestly happen? And to be honest, it was such a godsend, such an essential part of my morning routine. And I rarely, rarely miss it. Journaling can be as simple or as long as you want it to be. Even something as simple as listing out three things that you're grateful for every single morning has the power to literally shift your whole day and just 
elevate you into a much better mood. And now onto my final tip. And yes, I have saved the best to last. So my final tip is self-care and how we talk to ourselves. So I have always been a fan of self-love and self-care. I believe it is so, so, so important. Self-care is not just bubble baths and face masks. I mean, they are great and all, but that's just the outer layer, not the inner work. Our outside world is a direct reflection of our inside world. And by taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves, this will have a direct relationship on everything else going on around us. So for example, if your outer world is full of chaos, then chances are that your inner world is also full of chaos, if that makes sense. One of the easiest ways I'd say to practice self-care is talk to yourself the same way that you would talk to your loved ones. How many times have we called ourselves stupid or forgetful or some other colorful words for something as silly as spilling coffee on the floor? I bet you wouldn't say the same thing to someone else who spilled their coffee on the floor. So why say that to yourself? I really think it's so important to practice self-care and to love yourself. I mean, if you can't treat yourself with respect and care for yourself, how can you expect someone else to? So that basically wraps up today's episode. Like I said earlier, stress is not a bad thing. The issue is too much chronic stress that we don't deal with. I mean, it can result in so many health problems, but whether we like it or not, stress is here to stay. It always has been. And to be honest, it probably will be. The only thing that we can control is how we manage it. And it is super important to find out which works best for you because what works for your friend might not work for you. And I've shared my top tips that I have seen the most results with, with not only myself, but a lot of other people. So I would definitely suggest picking one or more or all of them that you like and that you are drawn to and try and stick with them. Try and see how your day and your life turn around. And as always, if you have any further questions or if you need any further help, um, just feel free to reach out via my website or send through a DM via Instagram and I will leave the links for everything in the show notes. Well, I hope that you all loved this episode and gained lots of inspiration and nuggets of wisdom. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before making any changes to your current diet and lifestyle. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave a review and share this episode on your Instagram story tagging me. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram for your daily dose of health and wellness tips. My handle is at d.health94. And until next time, be positive, be grateful and stay happy.